Hey guys, welcome back to Lumberage Lounge. I'm Carter, and today we have a special episode. The Baron 72 couldn't make it here with us, and today we are blessed to be in the same room, well not really the same room, but the same voice chat as DJ Screw. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm great, man. It's it's really cool to actually have a member of Lumberage Lounge as a guest. Um the Baron couldn't make it today. He has some things going on right now, and it's been a long time since we've given out a podcast episode for you guys. I know a lot of you guys are asking for it, and we don't want to hold you guys on any longer, and we have a lot to talk about. There's been Definitely. a lot that's been going on the past three weeks, and we have some things we want to talk about in the future of what we want this podcast and what this channel is, so... There's definitely a lot to talk about, and I'm so glad you're here with us, DJ Screw. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, just about your account, maybe how you uh, how you found Lumberage Lounge in the first place. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, I came back to the game uh, about six months ago. I was just a uh, you know a little med level account, like maybe base seventy fives, and uh, I started. Uh, I found Son of a Bith actually on YouTube. And he was sending a fire cape attempt, and I hadn't gotten mine yet either, so I was intrigued, and uh, we kind of bonded over that. And uh, one day we were uh, doing bandos, and we decided to get me in the clan, and it's been uh, a yeah, heck of a ride ever since. Yeah, no, Son of a Bith is awesome. He's been in the clan. I think he was one of the original pioneers of the clan. Back in the day, we needed the... What was it? I think you need five members to actually form a clan. You can't just make one on your own. And so I think he was one of the the founders of Lumberage Lounge. And uh, he's been in the clan since it started, like back in February. And yeah, I actually was watching his uh, YouTube videos and he was streaming a lot at the time. Uh, not so much now anymore, but, uh, you know, things can change. Son of a myth, if you're yeah. listening, love to watch some more content of yours. Um, but yeah, he was doing a a round of uh, bandos, and I saw the screenshot of what happened. He got one KC and got the tacits, and I just couldn't believe it because at that time we were also trying to run bandos a lot and get get some good drops. Uh, that was such a long time ago, but it was uh, a while ago. I saw that he was with someone when he got that drop, and I didn't recognize the name, and it was you. <laughs> it was back at the time when we were like trying to recruit everyone that we could see and we're like hey man who's that why isn't he in the clan yet <laughs> and i think yeah. immediately he was like hey man you should join this clan <laughs> yeah it was uh was probably it was like great. 20 people at the time it was great that was a uh that was a magical time it's only getting more yeah. magical right we were just talking about that today there's been a lot that's been going on especially Absolutely. with your account in the clan a lot of things that that you've been experiencing in, in uh, runescape yeah definitely and, uh, one of the ones that I can think of is something that you, me, and the Baron and uh, Kingflip were a big part of. Uh, that's when we got the Illusion Sigil drop at Corp. I don't even know when that was, like back in April or something? I think it was like four was months ago. ago. I was actually uh, yeah. listening to that episode of the podcast earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. It was a good one. We were uh, like, man, we have to record right now. So yeah, just left yeah, you guys yeah I remember like, that. that. Let's record. Fun. We got to talk about it right now. That's so, okay. Awesome. I had some money to spend, so I was all right with it. Yeah. Yeah, man. And you were like pretty new to the clan too at that time. You're just like, hey, I'll do some corp. I'm like, oh, yeah, come join. Did we, was that the, 
Did we teach you how to do corp during that run, or did you run corp before that? Dude, that was my first time ever. You guys showed me. You guys showed me how to do running it. Court. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I'm I'm lucky it didn't spoil the game because you know that can happen. But it it kind of yeah. ignited ignited the uh, the fire. It really it really lit the fire. Chasing it ever since. The first thing we told you was to uh, spend that money on a on a poh, and I'm sure you haven't regretted that decision. No, I think two days later I had a max house and uh, it was it was <laughs> wonderful. I'm pushing my wife to level her construction. I'm always checking mahogany plank prices. I'm like, look at them now. You could do yeah. it. Yeah. Have her do uh, the Kingdom of Miscellaneous quests and just constantly get the uh, mahogany logs. And yeah. You can take them if you have the magic level and plank make them for her and <laughs> give her the planks. Yeah, free XP for me. Yep, yep. It's <laughs> a good deal. Well, Awesome. Awesome, man. Glad to have you with us today. Um, we have three big things we want to talk about. And for you guys listening who are uh, keeping up with the episodes now, you guys know that Tombs of a Masket has released. And that's a really big topic to talk about. It's Definitely. it's a raid that we haven't had. I haven't had a new raid since, what, 2018? Back when I actually started playing Old Scrooge again. Yeah, I think 2018. Um, so top. it's a big, big deal. And it's something that they're really trying to get right and polish up and balance. And some of those balances were uh, a little bit too much at the time. I think it, there's some drama that we'll have to talk about with that Yeah, soon. we'll definitely have to talk but, about that. Yeah. But before that, um, let's talk about some account and life progresses. This is what me and the Baron do a lot. And it's nice to just look back. Like, I know you just said you listened to some past... Uh, episodes of Lumberge Lounge and it's nice to it's nice for me because I'm in every episode to to see like where I was at during that episode and it's kind of cool to see my growth of my account throughout the episodes and so for you (laughs) it'll be cool for you to look back on this like a year from now and be like man I only had this level this total level or whatever yeah (laughs) definitely I can I can only imagine man It's, it's gonna be cool yeah so I'll start uh for my account and you know life progress updates it's been a couple weeks it's been three weeks and i uh have been doing a few things not too many diverse things i've been working on my rune crafting uh after i got my mining level i wanted to get rune crafting done that way the only like hard level or the only hard skill i have left before i max is agility and i guess slayer but slayer is more enjoyable than you know Rune crafting and mining and agility. <laughs> For sure. But it's definitely going to take some time. But yeah, I'm actually almost 99 rune crafting since then. It's or amazing. since I started working on it. I think I was like 95 after I was done with mining. And I'm at 98 right now. I have less than 600k XP left. And so I really hope, and I, I can almost guarantee that by the next episode, I'll have 99 rune crafting. So that's incredible huge, <laughs> I hate to say that's incredible you know my own achievement but like i think that this skill getting 99 is going to be like my most hyped skill yet like when i got my mining skill cape like a couple weeks ago i was just like glad it was over but right now i'm enjoying rune crafting i'll be kind of honestly i'll be kind of sad to be done with it because it's actually been kind of chill because all i'm doing is the zmi altar and it's been really just relaxing, yeah, but nice. it's going to be awesome to wear that rune crafting cape everywhere. Um, especially when I'm working on agility and just, you know, just playing the game. It's 
a huge flex. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Half of the recrafting cape. Absolutely. Oh, man. But yeah. And then after that, I actually, uh, I kind of thought about it the other day on the tractor. I was like, what am I going to do after this? I don't want to burn out and just do agility from 93 to 99. That's not going to happen. And so I looked at the skills I have left and I'm actually going to do one level of agility and then max a skill and then go back and do another level of agility and then max another skill and just keep going back and forth until I'm 99 agility. And I think I'll have one more skill left after that. And I'm going to save fire making for my last skill um, because it's just going to be chill and pretty quick and it's going to be fun. Yeah, man, and so that's great. I think it's going to be a good way to balance everything out and I can see myself maxing pretty soon, you know, if I keep it up with this pace, I'm pretty excited. I'll be a uh, total level two, 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 two after I get this level of runecrafting. That's 22, insane, 22. <laughs> so I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Other than that, my account, I've been doing a lot of tombs of a masket. Uh, not as much as other people, but when I can, when I have the chance at night, when I have like two hours, I'll do two or three runs of tombs. And I think I'm at 30 normal runs and 12 entry runs and no purple yet. No, no purple, purple yet. yet. Oh, man. It's been rough. Some <laughs> people, are, some people are. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Some people, some people are going really dry and it's, it's sad to see, but you know, I guess it's part of the game, right? Yeah. It scares me when I see those Reddit posts of like people that have like 150 runs or whatever, no purples. And I I just think like, what am I doing wrong? (laughs) But it's nothing (laughs) wrong. It's just, you gotta get lucky. You gotta get lucky. And Jagex hasn't updated the, they haven't told us what the drop rates are and I don't think they will. They just uh, did a questions and answers, uh, podcast or not podcast a twitch stream and one of the j mods i forget who it was he's like i kind of like not telling you guys what the drop rates are for the purples it makes it a little more mysterious and <laughs> people thought that was a really cringy answer but i don't know if we'll, if we'll get a an actual drop rate i don't number. know i'm not gonna lie to you i like not knowing um i i i like the mystery i'm not gonna lie you know i, I i'm on board yeah. with that like, I don't mind it at all because um, it's not really going to change what I do. Like, right. let's say that's way more worth it to do 300 raids than 150. Like, obviously, it is better to do that. Yeah. But I'm just going to do what I can handle and slowly increase my skill at it. And overall, the drop rate will become better no matter what, as long as I increase. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter what the, <laughs> the Drop rate is. It, it doesn't matter at all. It's not going to change whether yeah. or not you get the drop. It's going to happen yeah. or it isn't. Yep. You could be extremely dry or extremely lucky and that you can't, like knowing the drop rate's not going to change any of that. Nope. The only thing you can do to change it is to increase your invocations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and hopefully get a better chance. Here's hoping, yeah. man. I'd love to see you get the, uh, the announcement in the clan chat. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah, right. I want to get full Masori, whether I get other purples and sell them and get Masori myself, or, well, obviously, if I get a Masori piece with a group of people, I'm going to have to sell it and split it, but that's definitely one piece of armor that I want. More than, you know, the Inquisitor's outfit or the Torva, I want the Masori the most, so. It looks really cool. Go for that. Yeah, it does. It does. They did a good job uh, revising it after their first... uh, 
proposal of what it looks like if you've seen that picture yeah i did i mean i was i didn't hate it but it's much better now yeah oh it's it's much better for sure anyway how's your account in life progress update because that's pretty much all i have to say just runecrafting and and toa other than that i'm just working on the farm doing apple harvest now getting to that time of the year (laughs) apples are fun it must be nice to be able to can you just grab one and eat it when you want one yeah, the apple orchard that we're harvesting is our only orchard, and I actually live in that orchard. My house is inside of it, like the orchard surrounds our house pretty much. And so like in the mornings I'll just walk to my pickup and grab an apple and <laughs> eat it. Wow, that's awesome. It's pretty nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and they're big, man. They're so big. It's crazy. I'll have to post a picture of them on, on Discord. Yeah, that's like, cool. Bigger than my two fists together. Like, wow. I don't know. They're, they're huge. That's insane. But, uh, yeah, on, on my account, I mean, you know, nothing as cool as 99 rune crafting coming up, but, uh, <laughs> I did get 99 hit points yesterday. Um, man, th- that's big though. The Cape is really useful in a lot of places. Oh, definitely. I, I definitely agree. I'm excited about it. I mean, it's, it has a lot better perk to it than the cooking Cape, which is the only other skill Cape <laughs> I have. Um, oh yeah. That- but yeah, that was cool. Um, I, I'm kind of trying to push towards max combat. I finally uh, got the, you know, the confidence to start bossing. TOA was a huge help. I really liked the way that you could, you know, start it slow and then pick up from there. So that gave me a lot of confidence. So I'm trying to work towards max combat. Um, I just sold a lot of my gear to do the old Bofa rebuild. It's really It works really oh, yeah. well in the raid. I mean... I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's a nice middle ground for a lot of the rooms, and um, I don't have to switch so much, and I like it on Baba, so... Oh, that's nice. You know, I did that, and i just been trying to do a run or two of TOA every day, and besides that, you know, nothing much. Yeah. (laughs) Get the daily run in of TOA. Feels good to just get one or two runs in, knowing that you're getting your KC up, getting a little bit better every time. Absolutely, man. Just trying to make the numbers go up. Yeah, for sure. It's good times. Absolutely. Oh, it's it's so like satisfying to not only see like your skill levels going up, like get you getting the ninety nine HP, but also getting your PVM skills up. Because PVM doesn't just involve like max combat or best in slot gear. It's a lot of it is just mechanics and getting getting good at prayer switching and moving around, pathing, and tombs of mask. It really. It really helps you with like all of those things. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it, it's it like really the perfect does. training ground. Yeah. It's, it's a great piece of content. Yeah. One thing that I thought of about tombs of Masket just now is like the next raid that they come out with. I feel like a lot of people are going to get really mad that there's no like invocation system, like tombs of Masket. I feel like a lot of people will just really get used to that and expect it to be in the next raid. And for some reason, I feel like they're not going to do that. With the with the future raids that they come out with, I feel like it's just gonna strictly be this raid only where it has that feature. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll do that with every other raid that they come out with. Um, but yeah, it's it's so much different than Theater of Blood. It's so much different. Or, uh, I don't James even have Eric. I don't even have fun in Theater of Blood. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, <laughs> I don't. It's not my favorite piece of content. But uh, it, it, yeah, Tombs is great. I mean, I've I've brought a couple people in the guild i mean in the clan that were a a little a little lower haven't done so much pvm and 
they got through it just mm-hmm. fine. We had a good time. And yeah. uh, it's it's great for that. It's it's really good. Oh yeah. It's it's almost like the easiest PVM you could teach someone that has like an actual level of mechanics. Like you can take brand new players to go and do like King Black Dragon, but it's just like, okay, click on the dragon and run up right next to it and pray melee and eat when your health is low. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. But like with Tombs of a Mask, you can be like, okay, I'm gonna we're gonna teach you this mechanic called prayer switching, where you need to switch your prayers back and forth to survive. <laughs> you know, it's yep. it's really fun. And I think it's really going to bring a lot of people into the game because a lot of friends, a lot of people would want to bring their friends into the game and like show them like this awesome piece of content that they will actually be able to, to do. No, definitely. I um, mean, I have, I have uh, a couple of friends from uh, my World of Warcraft group watched me do the raid on uh on discord because they were really interested oh cool that's so, cool man yeah it's it's really it's a it's a great thing yeah and it's gotten a lot of love from the community mm-hmm. um ever since its launch the raid itself not not like some changes that have been made since um not a lot of those changes have been appreciated by the community um but the raid itself like everything that the raid represents and what it is has been like just widely and widely loved. Like a lot of people on Reddit have been saying that this is like the best up like the best update content that Jagex has released for old school RuneScape ever. And like I can totally see that being a valid statement for sure. I agree. I didn't I didn't think they'd be able to top Guardians of the Rift, not in twenty twenty two at least. And uh yeah. here they here they go, you know, what's what's the future hold? I'm excited. <laughs> It's a big year. Um, last year, there was a very big lack of content. Um, I don't know if you were playing back in 2021, 20, um, but every update was just like nothing. It was just bug fixes and plans for the like upcoming league and dead man mode and just things like that. Nothing really groundbreaking or anything. And then uh, what they started to mention, uh, because a lot of people are getting really frustrated with that, is they're like, we have a lot of new members, a lot of new J mods, a lot of like veteran J mods are leaving or gone, and we have to do a lot of training and get them to know how to use the engine, especially the C engine that they're moving Escape to that they've already done, uh, you know, with the new Steam client that they were doing. Like, there was a lot of behind the scenes work that they were doing. And now you can really see like a lot of the, the work that they were doing last year and just getting all this content out that's just been really amazing like like what you said guardians of the rift and just all kinds of different things that have been put out in the game in the past like six months to a year it's been it's been incredible it has been incredible it's really nice to see um you know when when you go a year without updates in most any game you get you finally get the update and it's subpar and it's really nice to see that time paying off and really benefiting the game. Right. And it's it's hard to like trust a game like Old School RuneScape because mm-hmm. there's so many flaws with this game. Absolutely. Like just the the actual game itself and some of the pieces of content and how some things work and like the UI and things like that and the servers. It's it's a touchy game. The the community is pretty sensitive with a lot of different things that the game has and so to be able to get such a great response for this raid is so it's such a big success for for Jagex because you know people can find something to complain about in anything 
And I feel like the only thing that people have been complaining about with this raid is uh, just the balances that they've done and it created a lot of drama. But like, of course, we're all used to Jagex making a change a week later or doing some sort of statement and then the community doesn't like it. And the thing that we have to appreciate as a community is that they listen and they actually understand what we're trying to say or what our feelings are and they they change some things or they, they meet a compromise and make it so that it actually works. Yeah, because uh, there's, definitely, I agree. there's some changes that they needed to make to tombs of Masket, And yeah, there even was... though it's hard, it's like ripping off a bandaid. We all love tombs of Masket. It's it. Something's needed to be done. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's just part of it. They got to They, it's trial and error. How, how are they going to know how, a, a piece of content is going to work. Sure. They do internal testing, but that's a lot different than releasing it to the masses and letting it go. And <laughs> yeah. like you said, it's, yeah. it's, it's really great that they, that they care. Um, you know, I said, I, I play world of Warcraft as well. Blizzard does not care. Uh, right. they, it's, they don't care at all. And, uh, it's, it's really nice. It's, it's really nice. Like the, the changes were necessary. I agree. I just love seeing the JMods comment on like Reddit posts and different threads on Reddit. And uh, it just shows that they're out there and they care because they're, they love the game as well. They're not in it just for the money. You know, of course that's their job and their career, but you can see that they are actually passionate about this game and <laughs> the longevity of it. And, and uh, I think that's a really, really good thing that we all need to really appreciate. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, Can't uh, take that for granted yeah. at all. Yeah, I know. I believe it was you that introduced me to Behemoth on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've been watching uh, maybe the past week every day. So there's this channel called Behemoth that posts like highlights every day of RuneScape, and it's been really entertaining. And so I've, I've been loving that. And there's one clip that they showed on one video. I don't know what episode it was, but there's a clip of a guy streaming Tombs of a Masket. And he was just standing on one tile at the very last phase of the final boss and just tanking all of the hits from the warden and just T-bowing him. And every time his health got low, he just drank an ambrosia, yeah. which for those of you who don't know what an ambrosia is, it literally puts your health like, I don't know, 20% higher than your max HP and your prayer goes all the way up there too. Yeah. And you can get like six sips of that ambrosia in the raid if you if you want to and back before the balances were made there's that clip of that guy just standing on that tile attacking the final boss and just standing there and just sipping an ambrosia and getting his health all the way back up like five times and was able to kill the boss just standing there and that clip alone just proves that you you know things needed to be changed and there's nothing that you could say to convince anyone otherwise that you know something needed to be done <laughs> yeah i mean it's and and before they changed it that's exactly what i would do you know i it's i, I wouldn't even <laughs> change prayers i'm not gonna lie it was it was right. not necessary right so i i would do I the they, same thing they've reached a really good spot yeah yeah oh yeah it feels they've different. reached a good spot now i know i pl i did one raid today after they made um another set of changes they made the ambrosias back to two doses per potion which is what it was at the beginning but they did nerf a lot of the invocations so that you have to add a lot more to make the raid 
more difficult, which will give you a better chance at, you know, unique rewards. And so I think that does add a good balance that you do get those amount of ambrosias back, but you do have to up the difficulty to be able to, you know, get higher up in the raid. Yeah, so I think it's some good changes. I did one today as well after they changed it, and uh, you did. I did have to turn on a few more to keep it up over 150. And I noticed I looked yeah. away for it was definitely harder. I looked away for a second. I had to. <laughs> I actually had to drink an ambrosia dose not on the wardens, so it gotcha. definitely was harder. <laughs> I only yeah, away so two I did seconds. a 200 invocation raid the night before, and when I got on today, it was only 180. So yeah, you got to add like two or three or four more invocations if you want to go back up to 200 yep and uh speaking of which they actually added the ornament kits to toa as well so you can you can uh get your assembler into like the black and gold color and the osmumpton's fang can be changed as well and there's one more what was it? it was oh the no it wasn't the shadow there was another set of ornament kits that you could get and uh, even the the pet can be transmogged now too, yeah. which is really cool. Um, and the way that they did it is really cool. Definitely, I but agree. it's it's interesting, and uh, it's gonna make it a lot harder to get those uh, ornament kits with the nerfs of the invocations because um, you have to get a 350 invocation raid with no deaths to get that assembler kit. Yeah. Um, and then it just goes up from there. Like, I think the Osmumpton's Fang is like 500 invocation. <laughs> I, I think the other so, one was the Missouri. I think that's right. We have one for that. Too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, for sure. And uh, the cool thing that they did with the transmog for the pet is you have to have, I didn't read it quite clearly, but I think you have to have a certain raid level, like 350 or something. Mm-hmm. But you also have to have all of the invocations on for that boss. So if you want the Zebic in, uh, transmog for your pet, you have to have all the invocations on for him specifically. And then you can get his transmog. And you can only get one pet transmog per raid. So the next time you go, you want the Kefri transmog, you got to turn on all the Kefri invocations. Well, I like that. So I think that's pretty interesting. It's not just a RNG-based drop like the other raids. Like if you want to transmog your own pet at uh, Chambers of Zarek, you have to do a challenge mode and you have to be lucky to get the, the, whatever it's called, the, the dust, the dust. Yep. No, I, I agree. That's, so. that's definitely a cool way that they went about it. I mean, I think that with setting it locked behind a certain raid level, I mean, kind of gave at least the loud portion of the community what they asked for, um, for it to not be RNG. So right. you know, it's there, it's ready for the taking. You just got to go for it. For sure. I mean, there's the people on Reddit. I, I browse the 2007 scape subreddit a lot. <laughs> and so yeah, same. I get to see a lot of complaints from people. And one of the biggest complaints about that is people are saying like, oh, only people in best in slot gear and max combat are going to be able to get these ornament kits. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, it's not like it does anything. It's it's definitely a flex and it's got to take some skill and some time to achieve. It's, I mean, you can raid like a combat level 80 solo normal raid raid and you could get a Temekin's shadow yeah you can but you you shouldn't be given the ornament kit for it unless you work hard for it and achieve that really difficult raid you know what i mean so i feel like everything shouldn't just be given to you on a silver platter no matter where you are on your account i think 
it should be worked hard for, whether it's grinded for in RNG, like for certain drops, like in Cox. But for this one, for example, you gotta you gotta up the difficulty and, and not die, and and I think that's pretty interesting that they made that change, and I'm I'm all for it. No, I I think that's a, a good change <clears throat> as well because I mean, you know, you really you get the luck and you get the skill, and uh, I think it's a, ba- mm-hmm. a balanced way to go about it. I I really like that idea, yeah. especially the the different item to transmog the pet to each different boss i really like that because i always thought it was kind of yeah. cheesy that the dust could just do all of them do all of them and then you're done yeah yep. i agree i think it really um increases the lifespan of this raid um because i mean people are still doing chambers as eric and that came out in 2017 people are still doing it and so this raid is still going to be updated and balanced and added to throughout the years but I can see people doing this one way more. I mean, obviously people are still going to want the Tebow no matter what, but just for the enjoyment and the challenge of this raid, it's going to be out and it's going to be filled with people for years and years to come. I agree. I can't even imagine what the the combat achievements are going to be. If just getting a transmog is that difficult, you know, getting a 500 raid done. For the Osmumpton's Fang, imagine what the combat achievements are going to be. You know what I mean? Definitely. I mean, and that's kind of, you know, going back to the, the pet thing, it's it's kind of like that. I mean, it takes skill to get combat achievements. So it's just kind of another thing that, to flex. Like you said, it's a flex item. This is RuneScape after all. And flex is, your, yep. your drip is the most important. So Exactly. I was just talking about my upcoming runecrafting cape. It's all about the yeah, flex, man. It's all about the flex. I absolutely agree. I mean, that's why we all have best in slot armor, isn't it? I mean, that's why I bought <laughs> I mean, it in the first place. It's literally the reason why I'm maxing my account, just to tell myself, like, I did this, and then I can wear the max cape everywhere I go. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I love that cape. I love seeing them. Uh, are you going to do the max infernal? Yeah. I mean, I have the infernal cape, so... I mean, I'll use the Max Infernal when I'm doing combat, but not everywhere I go. I just like the the red Max Cape a lot. I mean, they're all cool, let's be honest. Right. <laughs> Honestly, I'm probably going to um, use the assembler, like that gold assembler that they just came out with. I'm probably going to use that a lot. Oh, it looks so cool. Because I have my Black Graceful, and I think the Black Graceful with the gold cape would be pretty sweet. Oh, Definitely. Man, I'm I'm just gonna go max my account real quick, really real <laughs> fast. Be back in five. It's a it's a really interesting thing to set your mind to because when like it just when you get the achievement cape and you get all the achievement diaries done, the next thing to really go for is either a bunch of PVM or maxing. And I chose the maxing route, and it's been really fun. Just getting closer and closer. Um, I did well. Wheat me and the Baron actually made an episode i think it's called like max capes are for losers or something and like obviously the max cape is not worth the grind just for the perks of the cape and that's not the reason why you should max but um it's it's all about the journey you know what i mean it's all about getting 99 in every skill and telling yourself that you set your mind to do this and and you're gonna do it and you did it (laughs) absolutely i think it's i think it's a great accomplishment i mean that's what that's what we we play for is you know, to achieve things. And, you know, I always joke, yep. I like the number to go up, but I mean, yeah. that's, that's kind of what it's all about. I think that we all I like just going to say that I was going to say, click my mouse number, go up. Yeah. feels good. Absolutely. Get my <laughs> daily dopamine in. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just glad that the community is kind of shifting towards main accounts again. Because for the longest time, it was everybody had to play an Iron Man account. Everybody had to play hardcore Iron Man. And like mains were dumb. And now it seems like now that Bodhi, um, you know, Bodhi yeah, of course. on Twitch. Yeah. Now that he's kind of just sticking with a main account and getting all the collection logs uh, completed, seems like a lot of people are going back to their mains and i think that's awesome <laughs> yeah no it's definitely cool i mean i uh the the bingo kind of put my iron man on the back burner and then i just got like really excited for pvm you know like i said tombs of a mask it got me got me pushed in that direction and uh, it's definitely been on the back burner i bonded it the second day of the bingo i'd never logged onto it again yeah. the bond just got wasted <laughs> but right but no it's definitely it's hard cool. i've never tried playing two accounts at the same time um, I don't know how I could do it. I just have so much investment in this account. Um, the only thing I could see myself doing possibly is to play an Iron Man after I max. But that might not even be the case. I might just keep going for collection logs and just PVMing and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not we'll for see. everyone. It's uh, it's you know what happened was I you know, you obviously helped me get my quest cape. You and Baron helped, you know, carry oh, yeah. me kicking and screaming through Tob. Um, and that was really fun, by the way. It was really fun. That was a good, that was, that was a good time. Um, <laughs> it was something, <laughs> but you know, I, probably I, not fun for you. <laughs> no, it wasn't until afterwards. I mean, you know, it yeah. was kind of the, the, the same way as completing tombs on like day one. It felt, it's like, it was just really rewarding afterwards. And then I got to go get the quest cape and I had been pushing for it for so long. I think that was like my 12th attempt at tob yeah and uh that's oh, hard man. but yeah it, once once i finally got the quest cape i was like man i, I missed doing quests so i did all my achievement yeah. diaries i could do up to hard and then i was like i really want to quest again so i made the iron so i could kind of drag out the process because it takes longer yeah. to get everything and it was really oh, yeah. good and then i got to it gets really grindy but i agree it's definitely cool oh man yeah the, the main stuff it's cool to have Bodhi back um yeah it's it's been it's been neat it is cool seeing it go towards main accounts i agree yeah it's definitely harder to quest on a on an iron man for sure because every quest that i did i would just go to the grand exchange and buy everything i needed and off i went <laughs> yeah you pull up the video guide and pu press pause when he's on the items needed yep. buy everything no, yeah definitely it's it's a different it's a different <laughs> I was never beast. given the opportunity to do the sorry, I was never given up the opportunity to do the quest helper plugin. I, I've never used it before. I used it for like my last maybe ten quests. I didn't know it was a thing for a while, and uh, oh, gotcha. And then I found out it was a thing. I'm kind of like a stubborn person, so I was like, no, nah, you know what? These videos have gotten me through. And uh, then it got to a point where okay, I I, I kind of need this on the side, so, <laughs> so I don't have to keep rewinding here. But yeah. Yeah, I, I miss poor poor Slayer music, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know he just hates that plugin with all of his being. Oh, definitely. I mean, <laughs> he must. I still, you know, I still to this day when something comes out, I I always I try to do it, you know, early, and he always gets the video out first day, so he still gets a yep. little love in that regard. Yep, he deserves all the love. He absolutely does. Champion of the community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, it's good times. I mean, there's just quests are, are great and I did miss them too. And I got my quest cape, 
But that actually goes into a, a little topic I'd like to bring up too. Um, the the quest speed running. Have you ever <laughs> looked into that much lately? So I read the uh, the blog about it. Uh, it looks pretty. It's not. I wouldn't say it's my forte, but it definitely it's cool. I like to see different yeah. ways to play the game. I mean, all that's going to do is extend the game's longevity. And um, yeah, I, I saw the the rewards. I don't know if you saw some of the rewards from the shop that they'll have for it. I love the the adventurer's outfit. Did you see that there? The the, the, the teleport animation. Did I see the one? Did you see that they're? I, I'm sorry about that. Did you see the that they're making it so that you can sh- transmog your graceful with that adventurer's outfit? Oh, I forgot about that. I did read that. That's really cool, and I really hope they let you transmog the quest cape as well. Yeah, I mean that's what 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 I had read was that they were trying to make it to go with the quest cape to kind of match it, but it would be nice if you could get the perks uh, on your graceful yeah. cape or that'd from be great. yeah that'd be. That'd be something. It definitely It'd be even cool. cooler if you could uh, dye the adventurer's outfit the the same colors as the graceful as well. Oh man! Just to kind of change things up too. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool. I know it's all exciting yeah. all around. I mean, like we were talking, lots about. of changes, lots of additions to the game. Um, I personally won't spend a lot of time speedrunning i think the only speedrunning i'm gonna try is the really short quests <laughs> i'm not gonna go out there and spend 30 to 40 minutes doing dragon slayer 2 but i'd love to try to get a good score on like uh cook's assistant and a lot of people on reddit uh i'm bringing up reddit again but a lot of people on reddit are requesting the jmods to add the tutorial island as a speedrun option oh that'd be <laughs> it's cool. not a quest but i think that would be a really fun like speed run to try to get is to go through the tutorial island very fast <laughs> yeah no that would be cool it's funny that you say that you'd go for the short quest because my first thoughts when i was reading the initial release quest i said i'm gonna see how fast i can do dragon slayer <laughs> that was my <laughs> first thought so that's that's right. really funny hey there's something for everyone absolutely you know? um people want to add underground pass and rat catchers to the quest speed run list they can keep <laughs> those so- yeah, and uh, what's it called? One last favor or something? One small I favor. What it's called. One small favor. Yeah, people are crazy, man. <laughs> they definitely are. Yeah, <laughs> like I think it'd be fun to just spend like oh, I'm just gonna spend ten minutes uh, doing this one. I don't know how the points are gonna work. I'd like to get the adventurer's outfit, and there is a poll right now to ask whether you want the those pieces that you can get to be untradeable, which makes sense. You know, why mm-hmm. would you? flex something that you didn't earn um something such as cosmetic as that you know like of course the the league i never did leaks three very long but i did buy the the transmog or whatever you call it to the canon i have the shattered relics canon, oh, looks so cool even though i didn't like do anything with the league itself um those things are tradable but i don't know i don't mind either way if if the rewards for the quest speed runs are tradable or not. Um, I'm not going to be too sad if it's untradable. I probably won't go for it. I probably will only go for the adventures outfit and not for anything else. That's kind of what but, I'm thinking. I'm on the same, same page. Yeah. That'll be later though. I, I won't stop what I'm doing just to go do that. It just gives me something else to work for and gives something for everyone else to work for. If the, the collection log, um, if it makes it into the collection log, cause that's another question in the poll. Because <laughs> those collection log hunters are gonna have to speed run quests if they want to 
fill out those collection lock spots. Right. So that'll be in- interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of a that's kind of how I was feeling about it. Um, my only fear with it being tradable would be that it's probably something that can be botted because I know there are already bot scripts out there that uh, do quests. Right. So th- then if yep. they're tradable, they'll be worth nothing. And then everybody has them and everybody has them. Yep. Right. I don't think that's worth getting into, like getting that problem in the game. No. Just just make it untradeable. Right. If you Everyone want it, you happy. go get it. And if you don't, yeah, I mean, you got to do exactly. the quest once anyways. So it's and I'm sure you'll exactly. be able to run the same one over and over and improve your time and get points that way. If yeah. That's how you wanted to. And of course, I'm sure you'll be able to use the Quest Helper plugin, and it's it's just going to be mindless. It's, I just don't know if it's going to be a success or not. We'll see. We'll see. Just people just brain dead clicking on where they need to go with the Quest Helper plugin to try to get a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely stra- we'll it's strange, but whatever whatever gets people excited about the game, I'm all for it. If they want to try it, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. They gave for us sure. the raid for and sure. guardians. I mean, I think we're good probably for the rest of the year. This yeah. one can be a bad update if it turns out that way. That'll be yeah. okay. Honestly, after like the wilderness rework, I feel like they should just stop coming out with big pieces of content and just kind of fix things that are that need to be fixed. Whether it's coding like behind the scenes stuff or just content that's dead, like PvP arena already is dead. <laughs> what about gnome ball? I could use an update. Make a gnome ball rework. Yeah, move it, it to like... the PvP arena. It's already like a stadium. Yeah. Right. Man, there's so many things they could do to this game. It really it's is. It's awesome. Yeah. I just love to see how much it grows every year. Oh, it's cr- it's it's cool. When I first started, because I made this account probably back in 2013, I, I didn't know that it was new. I was like, oh, you can play the old version of the game. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but back then I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is going to last, you know? And, uh, I, I tried to log back in, I don't know, five years later, six, seven years later. And here I am. All my stuff was still That's in my crazy. bank. I couldn't believe it. Man. I didn't know you were a 2013 account. Yeah. I wish I was, it's I old. wish I made one back then. I had just thought of it out of the blue one day and I, I spent probably like three months going aim, aimless you know when i got back i had combat stats i had nothing else i think i had five or six skills at level one but you know yeah. a, a lot were close to close to you know 50 60 but my combats were in the 70s and i thought i was cool that's probably cool, back in 2013 no uh, that's great like back then it wasn't as competitive i think than it is now um like I just remember back then in 2013, I don't remember who it was that was telling me, but they were telling me that there's old school servers now and I never got into it, even though I was intrigued and I was going to try it. Um, I never did, but I'm just glad I'm into it now. Absolutely. I mean, it's so funny. I was before I started playing again this past time, I thought I, I thought I was growing out of games is the only thing I could think of. Yeah. And, uh, Nope, that wasn't that wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like people that play this game or just RuneScape in general, you either play only RuneScape, that's all you play, 
or you play like this game and like one other game on the side it seems like yeah like if you're past total level like 1800 or something or 2000 i guess you, this is your game like this is your main game you don't play really anything else as passionately and like this is just your hobby it's not even like a game you play it's more like a hobby now yeah yeah definitely i, I agree i agree 100 percent. i mean <laughs> even when i when i first got back into it a few months ago i mean you know you, you always spend a couple dollars on your hobby at the end of the week that's kind of what you do yeah. and I would buy, yeah. I'd buy, I'm not ashamed to admit it, I'd buy bonds. I'd buy myself one or two bonds just to get myself going. And, uh, yeah, it, you know, it, I was like, I don't, I don't spend money on anything else. This is like, this is what I do is play RuneScape. Exactly. So, yeah, it's definitely a hobby <laughs> because it takes so much time. It takes so much time to, to, to get into it. It's not like, well, there's certain points where it's like, I'm going to get on and play like an hour, but there's a lot of, a few and far between that needs to go into it. Yeah. Yeah. To get up to those points. Yeah. And then it's almost like you got to pre, I mean, you don't with the rune crafting now, but you know, if I'm going to go do that, I got to, I got to pre plan what that hour is going to be. If I only have an hour, I got to think about it for yep. a while. Yep. A lot of theory crafting and just all kinds of things going on in your head. And that's what makes it so fun. Mm -hmm. It's just so sandboxy and it allows you to kind of do what you want to do. <laughs> of course, there's like a, walls that prevent you from doing content and you got to level up skills or do quests but that's the beauty of it is that you have a goal of like what you want to do but you get to that point where you can't finish that goal and it trails you off into doing something else that you've never even heard of or done yet and it just introduces you to more content and it allows you to explore more of this huge game and it, it just it really does it well to to kind of push you into doing a lot of things in this game like you could sit there and motherload mine all the time yeah you could <laughs> that's all you do but for what like for what reason you know <laughs> yeah everything everything is uh it's it's all it like you said it's nice how it all meshes and it's it's impressive it's mind-boggling that we used to play this game in a browser yeah you used to click uh standard mode or hd mode or whatever yeah. do you remember those two buttons i do i remember the the looking back at the pc specs i mean i can't remember them but i have a, a rough <laughs> estimate and it's you know one yeah. gigahertz processor and you're like uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know you're a kid you're like i hope i have the good one you click it i hope i hope that works yeah yeah, yeah. no it's it's i remember clicking on hd and like really squinting my eyes and looking at my screen to try to see what the difference was between the two and I can never tell. <laughs> yeah, the other the one just bogged you down a little bit more. It didn't look any different. Yeah, one blade of grass is missing. Yeah, from the ground. It's probably like low detail mode on Runelight. Right. <laughs> you just don't realize it. Yeah, you have no idea. It's just. Yeah, I agree. Oh man, it's good. It's good. Well, let's talk a little bit about bingo. That's one thing that has happened between the last episode and now. Um, it's. It was a really big success, and uh, that's the biggest thing I have to say about that. It was such a big success. So many people participated. So many people had a blast, and a lot of people were introduced to new pieces of content. Um, pets were made. Pets were, uh, what do you Attained. call it? Gained. Gained, yeah. Were, uh, gained. You want to talk a little bit about Bingo as a, as a teammate, as a player, as a member, as a participant? How was Bingo, man? 
It was great. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. It was compared to the last one. I mean, this one really knocked it out of the park. The last one was fun, but it was short. This one, man, I, was, <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, I was racking my brain for like the whole thing. Like, okay, making like we were talking theory craft. What are we gonna do? It was great to see everybody in the in the chats. Like, I, I could only see my team, um, Team E's Escape for the win. Um, but yeah. just seeing the team chat and the way everybody's kind of planning everything out, and like you said, people trying new content. I was teaching people how to do uh, Dagonoth Kings and uh, stuff like that, and it was just you know we did some KBD trips with people that haven't haven't done stuff like that, and I know every team was going through the same thing, and it was it was really fun. I mean, I still keep in contact with everybody uh, everybody that was on the team. I have them all added. Yeah. They all PM me. I PM them. I mean, it it was I love it was it. a great success. It was it really opened up the, we all got to know each other. Um and it was yeah. it was really cool for that. I mean, it was great. And it was big gains. Big gains. Yeah. It really brought the clan together. Um I was in a clan before this one, before we made this one, and it's kind of uh it's discouraging to get online and you don't recognize anybody in the clan that you're in. It's like, I don't really feel like I'm part of this clan. And I think bingo is one of the biggest events you can do to kind of bring people together to make new friends. And just even people that aren't on your team, you still bond with because you, you can talk to them and be like, all right, what have you been working on? Like, what are you doing? And, um, I kind of, did this on purpose, I would make the team voice chats open to everyone, which allowed everybody to kind of jump around to different voice chats on different teams and kind of talk to them. And I don't know, like, I don't know, like, uh, kind of have someone be like, Hey, like, I'm going to come like, okay. So sorry, I'm, mum I'm mumbling, but, uh, I'm rambling, but Jukeless, he's a member in the clan who's leading his own team as a captain uh, he and I were both trying to go for the Chaos Elemental pet. Yep. And I got mine at 105 KC and he didn't get his at all. And I think he got up to like 600 kills. And I would just tease him all about it all the time during that week. Yeah, that was And funny. I would even try to go up and crash him. I'd try to kill him in a PvP. And I never, got, I never got him. He's too quick and I suck at PvP. But it was just fun to try to just mess with him. And uh, it was a good time. And even though you're not on the same team as a lot of other participants, it really brought, I think it brought everybody together that was participating. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to get frustrated even when somebody finishes a tile that you're working on. How can you get frustrated? They just made a huge gain and it's exciting regardless. I mean, it, it really, like you said, I think it's, it's one of the biggest things you can do. And I think that it really brought the clan together. I mean, like you said, I, I recognize everybody when I, I log in pretty much. And, uh, that's a really good feeling. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Definitely. When you, when you get on and it feels like an actual community of friends, just all online. And it's always great to add another member into the clan. So if you guys are listening on Spotify or YouTube, whatever, and you're not in a clan or you're currently in one that you're not feeling comfortable with, um, definitely consider joining our clan. I'll just shout that out right now. It's called Lumbee Lounge. There's a space in between Lumbee Lounge. Uh, we're always here 
always online. There's never a time where it's like nobody's online except for like the really late hours. <laughs> There's only like, I don't know, five to 10 people on just because a lot of the members are in the US, I would say, or like Canada. And, uh, but yeah, I feel like we're all super friendly. There's not one person I've met in the clan that's like a total douchebag. No, definitely. I agree. It's, it's really, it's, it's special in that way. It's, it's, it does feel like a big group of friends. Everybody's always yeah. active in the chat. Everybody's always congratulating each other for their little pop-ups, whether it might be a new total level, it might be, uh, you know, you just hit 80 strength. I mean, even, you know, I saw somebody yeah. earlier got 50 cooking and, you know, 50, that's, that's not very far in. I think there yeah. was about six or seven grats in the chat and, uh, that's awesome. It's definitely a, it's a feel good thing. It's fun, and uh, I was I was nervous to join because I'm kind of like a solo kind of guy. That's that's all changed no, yeah. now. I mean, you just <laughs> got to have a group of people you're comfortable with, and this is definitely the place. Yeah, even if it's just three to four friends that you have in the clan, if you don't know anyone else, it's just great to have someone to to talk to or play with and uh, encourage each other. Like you said, if you see someone that got a, a level or a quest done, it feels good to get congratulated for it just because you feel good. You accomplish something that you've been working on and people appreciate it. Uh, I've gotten a few like DMs from people in the clan that actually tell me how much they appreciate the GZs they get from the members of the clan. That they, they feel so happy and like they feel like they're, I don't know, accepted in a way like they get that kind of encouragement and feedback that they that they like and it, it just makes them feel good and it it really does it i don't really mind too much when i get like a another level and people congratulate me for it i'm like whatever but if if you like that kind of stuff we're just a really friendly clan and there's always someone that is willing to help you and always willing to give you advice and like don't be afraid to ask questions either it's it's just such a awesome community it is i mean it's it is i agree it's it's really special everybody's so kind yeah. everybody's so helpful right it's it surprises me because so many people that join are like you know i'll probably consider leaving my clan to join here just because like the clan i'm currently in are just so toxic and like if i do one thing wrong in pvm in a group pvm um they just are so toxic to me and they're so mean like yeah you should definitely join us <laughs> there's none of that here that's the funny like, thing we're all just we're all just adults playing a game exactly like, we're all adults <laughs> here um but that is the funny thing that you say that because i've noticed people being a guest and then it doesn't take but but an hour before they've officially joined the clan <laughs> that's true about every time <laughs> that's funny it's, yeah that you mentioned that it's just a great environment and i think that it's it's really easy to pick up on the vibe that it's just a great a great place to <laughs> even if you skill it's a great place to skill i mean yeah even sk skilling in the clan hall you might run into a couple people you sit there have a you know slightly afk conversation and you yeah know, it's great it's definitely great the discord is great too it's filled with a lot of people just Posting pictures of what they're doing in real life or just asking questions, people that want to team up and do some content together. Lots of events going on, giveaways, all that kind of stuff. It's a good time. Yeah, 
the Discord's great. I uh, I'm I'm always checking it at work. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Gotta keep up the. Date. I have every notification on, so I get a lot of notifications on my phone, just because I want to be available if someone needs something or if there's something going on. But it's great, and uh, it seems like we get like one or two people a day that join it, which is always great yeah the gro- the growth of the of everything in general has just been explosive i feel like and uh it's kind of just been on an upward the whole time it's really it's, it's yeah. cool i'm glad i got I'm really happy early. with the growth <laughs> <laughs> I feel OG. yeah that makes it easy to to kind of know everyone too yeah absolutely i see a new face and i'm like all right that person's new you know and it's it's nice. yeah. yeah and the ranks kind of help to see like Who's been in the clan long? Like if they have the, the anchor, it means they're fairly new. They've been around for about a month or so. Mm-hmm. Then it just goes up from there. Yeah, it's cool. I always get yeah. excited when my rank changes. I'll log in. I'm like, oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. And hey, um, if someone's listening and they think they deserve a higher rank, like they've been in the clan long enough to get the next rank, uh, check out the this channel in the Discord called Clan Rank System and read all the ranks and... Uh, Definitely PM a mod or one of us hosts, and we'll definitely consider changing your rank for you because it's it's hard to keep up with over a hundred people um, in their ranks because the, the the system of this game, how the clan works, it's horrible. <laughs> it's it needs to be updated, and uh, yeah. So if you feel like you need a higher rank, definitely let me know. Definitely. Cool, and I think that's a good segue into what i want to talk about next with like the clan and the channel and the discord and everything i want to announce that we're starting season two of lumberage lounge and for the longest time i don't really know what that meant you know to start the next season of lumberage lounge um for for those of you who don't know when i upload episodes of our podcast onto anchor that's the website we use to distribute you know the episodes to apple podcast or to spotify or wherever besides youtube you have to punch in like what season and what episode the episode is and ever since the beginning i've i've always put in season one and so always in the back of my mind i always think like okay when are we going to go to season two what what changes are we going to make for season two of Lumberage Lounge. <laughs> so today I want to announce, you know, what those changes are in season two of Lumberage Lounge. And so I don't want to make it seem like super hyped and like there's going to be amazing, huge changes into the the channel, but uh, I'll, I'll mention what, what we're going to do. And uh, there are some big changes though, not, not too many. So starting with that, I'm sure you guys have noticed that we have a different logo. <laughs> and that logo was first teased with the bingo board that we did like two weeks ago. I don't know if you've noticed on that board. Did you see that we had a whole different like logo on there? I did know I did see the logo. I uh, right. I didn't know what uh it was foreshadowing, but I did see the logo. Right. I like it. Yeah, so that that's our new logo. We uh, so my Discord profile picture is designed by someone on f- what's it called Fiverr or something. Mm-hmm. 
think it's called Fiverr. Yep, Fiverr. And I liked it so much that I asked the guy, like, hey, do you do logos? And he's like, not really, but I can try. So I, I gave him the picture of our previous logo, and I kind of, me and the Baron, we talked about what we wanted in the new logo, and he designed it for us. And, yeah, it's great. We like it. And it's the biggest thing that we want out of it is that it's unique to us because <laughs> I really loved the first logo a lot, but it was literally just a Google image search of the Lumbridge of the RuneScape Gillenor map with just the RuneScape font in front of it. It was really simple. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot, but it wasn't ours. It wasn't like our property. You know what I mean? And I really wanted to have something that was designed specifically for the podcast. And so that's, that's why we did it. And uh, that was one of our biggest, or that was like one of our first things we wanted to do with season two is to get a new logo. So that's one of the changes we're doing. Obviously that's not a big change, but we do have plans to get merch. If that sounds like too early to say, but it's not like we're wanting to make money off of it. Like we literally just want to sell like one t-shirt, one hoodie and one hat or something just for people who are interested in having some sort of cheap merch for them and i don't know i haven't looked into that much yet but um we'll definitely get some designs with that logo and even the previous logo maybe i don't know if that would work out but we're gonna allow people who want to have a hat or a shirt or whatever that says lumbridge lumby or not lumby lumbridge lounge on it to have access to getting something like that and i think that'd be great and I would definitely wear it around. I would try to make it subtle because I like to wear subtle things. I don't like to wear like, I would probably never wear a shirt in public that says like RuneScape on it or something. I don't know. I'm just weird like that, but (laughs) I like to have little subtle things. (laughs) So I'm probably going to make it look nice and uh, nice and cool. You got to have one that's not subtle for, uh, was it as, as (laughs) I think I'm saying it correctly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like not subtle as well. I'm, uh, oh, you yeah, do? I have a shirt, uh, World yeah. of Warcraft shirt that says straight out of Orgrimmar on it, like straight out of Compton. I wear that nice. thing everywhere. <laughs> nice. I'll have to talk with the Discord and see what kind of designs people want, because I really, really want to have, like, I don't want to have, like, a huge wardrobe of merch to give out. Like, I don't want to sell, like, everything that you can think of um, as merch, but it'd be really cool to have, like, three to five things to be able to offer to people that want to buy a hat or something or a shirt. I think that'd be really fun. I think that'd be super awesome. People would really appreciate that. That's exciting. Yeah. So that will probably be a later thing for season two. It's definitely not starting right now because by the next episode, it will be season two. So this is the last episode of season one, I would say. Um, Another really big change to season two that we're going to add is a patreon and we well me specifically i do not want you guys listening to feel like i need money (laughs) or anything like i'm not trying to quit my job as a farmer and make this my full-time job or anything this is not what i'm asking for but me and the baron have noticed that you guys are awesome like you guys are really supportive and everything we do, we had 16 boosts at this recording, or just like yesterday. I think one went away just because it was uh, expired. But that's a lot of boosts from you guys. That's crazy, and that's 
more than enough than we would ever need. Like the 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 benefits you get from Discord levels, it's really nothing. It's it's literally just you can add an animated profile picture to your Discord and you can send bigger files like and emojis and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's that it's, you can stream in ten. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's amazing, and we appreciate everybody who's boosted. But we figured that um, if people really want to support us and what we do, we would love to to open a Patreon in season two and allow you guys to support us there, which would in turn allow us to get better editing software, you know, better microphones, better uh, Photoshop programs, things like that. Just things to make the podcast better for you guys. It would even help us to start getting merchandise out, like we met, like I mentioned, and anything that would help with making the podcast better for you. And I feel bad talking about opening a Patreon right now, where we haven't even posted a podcast in three weeks. But uh, moving on from there, before I, you know, before I officially move on past Patreon, is is we definitely want to post more episodes a month. And uh, especially with guests like you, DJ Screw, yeah. we, we want to open up to people to be able to be on episodes, which would in turn allow more episodes to come out. And uh, I'll say it right now. If you're a patron on our Patreon, you will not get additional episodes of Lumberage Lounge. Everyone will be able to get access to every episode. So don't worry about that. Um, being a Patreon will allow you to of course support the channel and what we do but there's going to be some perks as well um if you check out our patreon page it is patreon.com slash lumberage lounge you'll find it there i'll also post the link in the discord on a channel somewhere for you guys to be able to access it there but you'll be able to um get of course a rank in game you'll also get a rank in discord you'll be able to of, of course depending on the tier you get here you'll get you'll be able to join our live podcast audience like as an audience member and we're going to switch our podcast recording channel to a stage which will allow you to join us and listen to us record this live so like right now when me and dj are recording um, after this people who are patron patrons will be able to join this same channel of course they won't be able to talk but they'll be able to just listen live which is a pretty cool feature i would say definitely if any of you guys are interested in that that will be available yeah so that's one thing what do you think of that do you think i you just thought that that might uh be interesting i would say i just don't know about the time zone <laughs> we're on the west coast but yeah i think people will make time for that i mean the podcast is so enjoyable and I think to, to be able to be a part of it, I mean, especially right now I'm, I'm honored. Um, but just to even be able to be a part <laughs> of it and, and listen to it recorded live. I mean, you get to see this, to, to hear the stuff that, you know, maybe doesn't make it into the final cut. And I, <laughs> I think that, the, I think yeah. that that's, that's something cool. I mean, I think that's a really cool, a really cool perk. I think it's a pretty creative idea. So, I mean, I think people will be interested in that. Awesome. And uh, Discord actually recently added a chat to voice channels. I haven't used it ever, but if you go to a voice channel on the top right, there's a little speech bubble. And within the audience, 
um, our patrons will be able to chat there. And if there's something we read there while we're recording, we'll definitely read it out loud and, and shout you out for your comments. I would definitely keep an eye on that. Yeah, um, that's cool. But yeah, that's one thing we want to do from now on. Um, starting by the next episode, we'll be able to have that up and going. Um, not only that, but we want to give you guys the opportunity to be a guest on here, just like DJ Screw is. Um, it's something I've been thinking about where if you are in a certain tier, you'll have to check out the Patreon site to see which tier it is. Um, if you're in a certain tier, you'll be able to have the chance to be a guest with me or the Baron or whoever um, on an episode. And it could be both of us with you. It could be just one of us with you, just like this one. Um, and that could be either a fill-in for when one of us are too busy, but we still want to put an episode out. Or if you know, if we want to have three people on an episode, which is totally doable, we'll have one of you guys and we'll invite you guys on and we'll make an episode. So if that's something you are interested in, check out patreon.com slash Lumbridge Lounge. Yeah, man, that's exciting. Other than that, I don't. I don't know if I have much more to say about season two other than I'm excited and I think it's going to be really interesting. And I really want to um, prioritize getting episodes out more often because I know you guys are always dying for more content. Every time I get on or on discord or in game, I feel like people will say like, Carter, when's the next uh, podcast episode coming out? And I know (laughs) me and the Baron have been busy. That's, just an excuse but we both literally had to we both had a daughter i had a a little girl on uh in august or in july and and he had one in in june so we're starting to settle in and he's getting his job as a high school teacher they just started school and so from now on i feel like we're gonna have a lot more time to get episodes out for you guys and especially opening up the opportunity for clan members who are patrons to you know to become a, a guest on the show yeah i'm excited to do uh i'm excited to hear some of you guys in the clan on here <laughs> i'm ex- i'm excited yeah. to, i'm excited for that that's i think that's really cool yeah i think it'll be a lot of fun Definitely. i think a lot of people would be interested in that and enjoy that hearing what people have to say yeah because yeah, like like we said earlier like we're all like one big family just a bunch of friends and then we all pretty much know each other. Yeah. And we invite you guys who don't know all of us to get to know us. Be social in the clan chat. We're always here to talk. Have a good time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's those are I, I look forward to to jumping on and seeing who's on, like I said earlier, every day. Just just see who's on. <laughs> see who you can who you can yeah. joke around with and just have a good time. Yeah. It's always great. It is. For for a couple of months we had a ton of uh members having babies so many pictures in the discord of their wives in labor <laughs> like in the hospital room and pictures of little babies is awesome yeah the quintessential so nice runescape like, picture yeah in the, in the uh yep. in the hospital that was happening. you gotta take yeah, it yeah that was it was there was a lot that's funny that you yeah, say that it's great it, and it, it it brings the clan together it makes it personal it makes it awesome it makes it feel like we're we actually are like in a little club, you know, a little clan of, of friends. Yeah, it does. And, uh, it doesn't always all have to be about RuneScape. No, definitely. I think that I think that having the, uh, the I think the channel's called the Real Life Pictures channel, and uh, yeah. I, I think it's definitely cool. I mean, 
just to get a little glimpse. I, Even with p- people yeah. living all over the world, it's kind of cool to see. Oh, what's the weather like there? Even stuff like that. What are the, yeah. what's what view do you have? You know, somebody posted a picture of the sunset the other day, and uh, <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's such a weird thought. But before I like was ever affiliated with clans in RuneScape. I just always thought the people in this game were just like bots, not real people. Like I know of course they're all real players, but like you just don't ever think about the real lives that these people have that they're just normal people, you know. Yeah, well, so, you know, and sometimes so that, you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people that taught, but having you. the real life picks just really makes the the clan alive and it really just brings it out to everyone. It's I always love seeing new pictures on the real life picks channel. Yeah, it's a break. It like breaks the third wall or, or whatever. It's yeah. It, it makes it real. It's yeah. It is it's my favorite part. It, yeah, it's definitely cool. It's definitely cool. Oh yeah, but for sure. And uh, just getting more and more members in the in the Discord just adds more activity, and we're always around. I'm always available on Discord. Right. <laughs> Unless I'm sleeping. At night. But well, now that I know you have your notifications on, I'm going to go to the general chat and just period, enter, just period, <laughs> enter, period, enter. Well, the main reason why I added the role channel to get like roles for specific pieces of content is because I used to at everyone in the Discord and it would be like, are you sure you want to notify that never 129 feels good to people? Click. Never feels good. <laughs> and then I'm like, I I have to. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, I was. <laughs> and I just imagine like over a hundred people's phones just going off. Yeah, I was actually. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do, I was doing an event with my my World of Warcraft guild, and uh, I was adding everybody. And somebody actually <laughs> private messaged one of the other guild leaders and said, uh, "I left the Discord. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't deal with the yeah. notifications." I was like, geez, that's yeah, harsh. Like, it's hard. Yeah, so now when it says, are you sure? I'm like, no, I'm not sure. <laughs> Every <laughs> yeah. time. That's why uh, I definitely recommend if you're, in the, if you're in the server to check out the Git Roles channel and just click on those uh, little emotes at the bottom and it'll add a role to your profile. So if I want to notify people who have, you know, Tombs of a Mascadon or whatever, it'll only notify those people. Well, it worked out perfectly earlier. Is nice. With uh, yeah. Vol- with uh, what Volrath, I think, was looking for some yes. advice on Cree, and then you tagged that, so I got noted because I have the notifications for that turned on. I got the notification, yeah. and then we started PMing on Discord, and uh, awesome. He he said, "Well, I'm gonna save it for tomorrow," but we got them all set up, and he's ready to go. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it That's definitely awesome. works having those roles. Yes. Instead of at everyone, mm-hmm. it's just not going to work. People are going to just, everybody's going to turn off their notifications and I won't be able to communicate with everyone yeah. or anyone at all. Yeah. You so, got to save the uh, yeah. at everyone. That's like the panic button. <laughs> yes, exactly. For sure. Well, that is season two. I'm excited for it. If any of you guys have any questions about it, um, just let me know. Ask me in Discord or in game, whatever. I'll let you guys know. But yeah, check out patreon.com slash Lumberage Lounge. Well, should we move on to our final segment of the episode? Some Sometimes it's my favorite segment. <laughs> it's the, the question of the episode. Yeah, I think so. I think it's about time. Sweet. For sure. Well, let's look into it. 
I'm going to open up the channel for the questions of last time, like three weeks ago. So last time, last episode, I asked the question. I said, if you could add any new spell to any spell book, what would it be? And so a number of you guys have answered that in many different fashions of answers and all of them are really creative. So let's just read all of them. Are you, are you on that channel? I am, yep. Cool. I'll start off on the, on the first one. So if you could add any new spell book or any new spell to any spell book, what would it be? The first one is from my computer. And he said, I would add some kind of multi bind slash freeze type spell to the standard spell book. I think it would be cool because then people who haven't done desert treasure have a chance to use a multi bind slash freeze and don't have to focus on quests if that isn't their prerogative. It's an interesting answer. Um, I'm a guy who likes to have things locked behind quests, mm -hmm. but I could see where that can come come in from. Um, definitely. I'm just not a PvPer, so I don't really know what that uh, wall feels like to, to not have Desert Treasure done to be able to do that. The only thing I do Ice Barrage on and stuff like that is uh, TOA and, and Slayer Tasks. Right, no, same. I mean... I think that'd be a cool spell. My only fear would be getting caught doing a hard uh, a hard clue or something in the wilderness and getting TB'd and then getting frozen, like with a barrage. Yeah. Um, oh, this, man. That sounds like your true. worst possible nightmare right there. Um, sounds really bad. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, I think that... Uh, oh, man. I think that <laughs> PvPers would not be very happy. If that was if <laughs> yeah. that was the oh, thing, yeah. but, I forgot about teleblock on the standard spellbook yeah. and adding this freeze to the standard. That book. is the scariest that purple would... circle in the game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you want to read the next one from Purple Black? Yes. Uh, so Purple Black said, "I would add a sprint spell that increases your sprint speed for." like 10 seconds would be good for questing escaping pkers and agility and then he added a note that maybe the spell would be a little bit op i'd have to agree <laughs> but i like the concept yeah. of something to do with your run energy i think that'd be i yeah. think that'd be a really nice spell maybe with a long cooldown or something for questing yeah but same thing oh, yeah. how would that affect pvp it's it's uh it's so yeah it's strange. I think it would affect a lot of things. It would, but it'd be interesting. But I think it would break the game. Honestly, I think so too. I think it, I think that his his side comment was pretty accurate. But it's nice to dream for sure. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd, that'd make a lot oh, of yeah. stuff a lot nicer. How many times do you grab yeah. a one dose of stamina to go off and do something? Oh yeah, but right. I was kind of thinking when I saw that, that instead of a spell to increase your speed, I was thinking of like a ring, like the ring of endurance, but you charge it with runes or something, you know, kind of putting the spell aspect into it with the runes. Mm -hmm. And instead of it taking a stamina charge, it takes like a ton of runes, like, I don't know, to make it kind of expensive for item syncing. Mm -hmm. um, like, let's say it takes like 10K every... 10 minutes or something and it just automatically keeps your run energy up without having to click anything i don't know It'd be kind of interesting that would be interesting but it wouldn't make you faster it would just keep your run energy up because i think making your game you're making your character faster in this game 
would just make a lot of things broken. Yeah. But then again, it's only for 10 seconds. It's not like for two minutes. Right. You, let's so let's be honest. You're, something to think you're about. You're only thinking <laughs> of that because you're on the RuneCraft grind. <laughs> yeah. Like if 10 seconds, I could run to the ZMI altar within 10 seconds if I was faster. Like right. That. How would that work with your uh, chase? It just depends people? on how much the, the cooldown is every time you cast the spell. It would have to be long. Like instantly, instant. <laughs> or if it's like 30 seconds or something. Yeah. It would have to be long. Yeah. But yeah, interesting interesting answer. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, definitely. The next one is Gangsta Life. He said I'd want a spell that lasts maybe 30 seconds and can be recasted which temporarily turns any monster undead for the salve amulet to be effective against it. A visual change to the monster would be cool as well, like rotting flesh and stuff. Then when it runs out, the wounds seal up and with some cool animation, you would know when it ran out. That's really creative, man. Seriously. I've never thought of that. No, that's, I mean, even, you know, he went into detail and the idea for just the spell itself, I think is even a great idea. Yeah. Um, You know, Salvin. I don't think it would break the game. Maybe on Slayer tasks it would, if you're doing like Slayer bossing, because you got the Slayer helmet and the salve going on. Yeah. Maybe make it not stack with anything at that point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just make it only the, only that. Yeah, the, the but, salve amulet um, is so yeah. underutilized. I mean, it's such a cool item. It's just it doesn't work yeah. at so many places that you'd think that it would and stuff. Yeah. So I, that'd definitely be cool. Yeah, it take a lot of coding to add animations to every single mob in the game. Yeah, definitely. That'd have to be like one person's job. <laughs> That's all, they do. all right, for the next year, you're gonna add all these animations to everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Imagine trying to keep yeah, that's really that cool. in the weekly updates. Okay, now this mob, this mob, this mob, it works on. Yeah. Would, now it works. Yeah. Yep. That's too cool. And then people will just complain, when are you going to add it to Sire? Or yeah, exactly. It would, it, would be, it would be fun to see the community's reaction, but I do think that it's a really cool idea. Yeah, for sure. So cool. uh, what's the next the one? The next one is from yeah. <laughs> Suck a Dick. And he, uh, you know, that one always gets me. It's funny the the names yep. you can get away with on RuneScape. It's uh, sometimes they're jarring. I'll send you some screenshots I, I took later. Um, All right. Uh, but he said a new spell on the Lunar Spellbook that would cause you to gain 100% accuracy and 5% damage for 15 seconds, but take 50% more damage for the same time on a one minute cooldown. I think that's cool, but I think the cooldown needs to be a lot longer than one minute. Yeah. It needs to be like five minutes or something. It needs to be. And I yeah, think. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. Go for it. Oh, you're good. So, like, I think that it's really cool that you could do, like, a glass cannon sort of thing. But we already kind of have... Well, we don't have the aspect of taking more damage. I just don't know. People can find all kinds of ways to to break the game. Yeah, especially (laughs) in RuneScape. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. It would have to at least be long enough to where you couldn't use it twice on any boss kill in the game. Would be... Yeah, because you know there's bosses that if if you're mechanically skilled, you can take almost no damage. So, I mean, as long yeah. as they, as lo- I'd be on board, but as long as you couldn't use it twice in a boss skill, so five minute cooldown, maybe 
10, yeah. 10 for Ulm yeah. and, and uh, Wardens and stuff, Verzik. Do you know how broken that would be for the Inferno? Yeah. People that don't take damage and just can blast that every five minutes. Yeah, I mean, I haven't done the Inferno myself, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's the whole premise, right, is to not take any. Um, so <laughs> yeah. it's uh, it'd be really strong there. <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy. But it would reward you for if you're a good player. I just don't think the damage needs to be necessary. I could see it being like 100% accurate, like you never miss for 15 seconds. Because mm. 15 seconds isn't long. And just not missing would be clutch in situations like, let's say you're at the last moment of Zuck getting your Inferno Cape, Inferno Cape and uh, you just want to pop that spell so that you don't miss during those final moments That so you don't just choke and, and fail. The yeah. Round. It wouldn't make you any stronger. It would just make you a lot more accurate. So I could see yeah. that. And you would you would uh, sac- you would you know risk that taking fifty percent more damage. That's a lot. Yeah, you're definitely not. So I can honestly see that with just a few changes, I could totally see that. In the yeah, game. definitely, I agree. Almost, I could almost see that as like a prayer option, and it just drains your prayer like super fast, like like ten points every few seconds like just yeah i mean that might be even like where something like that could make it into the game because i mean you already we already have piety and rigor and and yeah those are already so strong so i mean that's not a far leap yeah yeah like you said drain i don't know five prayer points per tick or something so you better make sure that you're on top of everything and (laughs) yeah yeah i think i think that's a good idea actually people would just flick it and not use any prayer points and then, and then it would just be broken <laughs> exactly jagex if you're listening i'll take a job <laughs> cool do you do you want to read the next one because it's your answer oh <laughs> uh, sure so i actually was yeah. it was um i i noticed you you clarified a, a new spell i think that was because of my answer at, at first um Oh right, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, because I wanted to add NPC contact to the the normal spell book, but uh, oh, gotcha. Um, so I I came up with a spell in the lunar spell book with like a once a day cooldown. Maybe it resets uh, for me. I'm not sure the the game time zone, but for me it's like seven seven o'clock Eastern. It re- it resets right. and you you can buy your battle staffs and stuff. So maybe it resets on that, but yeah. lets you bank from anywhere, um, just one time and that's cool like you like summon a little bank deposit box yeah they have uh <laughs> or no no no. you you're saying you can get anything from your bank or just deposit anything from your bank but only one time per day that's cool and maybe it would only last for like 30 seconds and then it disappears <laughs> right and there there would have to be certain places on the map that you can't use it like you right. can't use it to extend your boss trip or anything, but you know you're going to do your your last farm run of the night. You forgot something. You're ready to go to bed. And you pop it up. Yeah, just once, yep. right? That'd be cool. I don't I don't see how that could be broken, especially if you make it so you can't access that that you can't use that spell in certain areas. Right, like in the middle of an inferno oh, run man. or something. Yeah, it all comes down to inferno, but like that is like the yeah. pinnacle. I guess so. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Or you can't open it during you know tombs of a mask. It you can't do stuff like that. Yeah. But you know, for for and it'd be easy to to block that from being 
accessible. I think so. And I, I don't see how that's broken. Like, there's so many banks in the game. So many. And someone could just say, just go run to a bank, man. But, like, if you could just bring your own bank with you once per day for just one time, I don't see how that's broken at no. all. It's just a quality of life. Because there's so many times where I'm like, oh, I forgot this thing. I want to go back. But just pop that spell. You're like, all right, I'll use my spell today. Yeah, or you're doing like a... I was doing uh, neck rails earlier. And I had to bank once during the task. Oh, so frustrated. I came back. My spot was gone. Um, somebody had jumped yeah. on the world. Stuff like that. I think it would be it would be perfect. But somebody would yeah. figure out a way for it to be super OP. <laughs> yep. And then, of course, Jackix would patch it, and then people would complain. Yeah, there's no make. <laughs> you can't make everybody happy. Yep. Right. But. For sure. Back back before they added uh, the automatic insurance for the pets, that would have been pretty cool if you were like in the wilderness and you get a pet and you could just open your bank and throw it in the bank and it's saved. See, that's you're the people. You're the you're the people that find the way to break it. <laughs> yeah, because I when I got my well, chaos. Then again, alley. I don't think you would even be able to open the bank in the wilderness anywhere, just strictly because it's a PvP right. area. It's like that would just be broken. That would have to be one of those own. zones that was that was cordoned off. That you can't do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's a really good answer. Um, for me, I didn't quite think much about my answer, but I do have some sort of backbone of an answer, and maybe you can help me come up with more of what it would be. But I really like the Karis Partisan. How you can attach jewels to it to ch- to change yeah. it, whether it it changes the special attack or the the blue one where it like makes it more accurate outside of the raid. I think it would be really cool if you had some sort of weapon like the spear, but it could be anything where depending on the spell book you have in your inventory at the time, it would change the whole thing about it. Like one of the biggest things that I would like in old school runescape, but would be very broken if used or if added incorrectly is like some sort of support role. Like I always like the idea of having a support role in the game In other games. I like to play support. I like to heal my teammates and buff them and help them out. You know, absolutely. Um, I a hundred percent agree. If right. And I haven't played world of Warcraft and I'm sure that they have that role. I only heal on world of Warcraft. I don't play any damage doing Gotcha. at all i only play healers that's cool and i was thinking if you have something like the Karis partisan like let's say it's like a, a magic staff or something and you can attach a different orb to it one can be like a, a dps orb one can be a tank orb and then the one that i would really like like a yellow one or something to make it uh like a support role and i think it'd be cool like as long as you have that in your inventory or equipped Kind of like the uh, question or the answer that Suck a Dick gave, <laughs> where you take uh, 50% more damage. I think that'd be cool if if you have that equipped and it's the support one, It would you would take 50% more damage or 30% more damage or whatever. So you're definitely more squishy having it. So you're it's definitely a risk. Obviously, you're not going to use that role if you're soloing stuff. You would definitely rely on other teammates. And uh, somehow it would be balanced to where it wouldn't break the game. But I think it'd be really fun if, let's say, I have the Lunar Spellbook and that staff turns into a support staff. I'm able to cast certain spells that would help my team, maybe heal them a little bit. It wouldn't 
heal them like an ambrosia would, but it would somehow support them if we're doing like bandos or something. And I want to support my team, but they got to protect me too. Cause I'm going to die a lot faster or a lot easier. I just think that'd be pretty interesting. Pretty fun. I think that would be really cool. I mean, that's, that's one of the things about old school that, you know, you take another MMO player and it's kind of, you know, I tell my wow friends like, Oh, you don't have healers in this game. You just eat food and drink <laughs> potions. And they're like, yeah. what? And I'm like, yeah, it works. <laughs> like you have prayers. They're like, what do you mean prayers? And, uh, I think, yeah, I think yeah. adding, you know, I mean, coming from somebody who loves playing also support roles, uh, that would be great. That would yeah. be like my dream come true. Um, yeah, but I just don't want it to be broken. I would like it to not be the meta. Like, I don't want people to be like, Hey, we're going to go to Bandos. Does anyone want to be our support? Cause we, cause you have to have a support now just because it's better. But I think it'd be a fun little addition to make that possible, but not make it like you have to have it to do anything from now on. You have to have your support guy with you. What if they just if you want to do implemented anything. it into raids? Just raid content. Right. Just make a raid that has a support. Like, like you know in Barbarian Assault yeah. where you like select which role you take? Yep. That would be perfect. It would be. Just like that, but way more modernized. Yeah, oh my gosh, healing on Barbarian Assault. I like Barbarian Assault. <laughs> I do not like healing on Barbarian Assault. It's very <laughs> yeah. stressful. Yeah. And if you could just add like nine cool support spells or abilities for your team, it'd just be really cool. I agree. That'd be really I don't know cool. what they would be, but I think it'd be really interesting. I think a lot of people would hate it, and a lot of people would also love it <laughs> it would probably divide the community and it'd probably make a lot of players quit playing runescape but you know it's something that i think i would consider welcoming into the game yeah i think it'd be a cool change but i definitely agree with you the community is so stubborn i think is the yeah. word you know it's uh everybody's really stuck in their ways um and i kind of feel <laughs> yeah. that way sometimes i catch myself feeling like that but you know if we if we stay playing the same game and there's no changes at all, it's going to get stale. Yep. Um, yep. That's why we need a new skill, I think. And I don't mind that it takes its time. I don't need a new skill right now, but I think I'm on board. It's the last thing you need right now. Some sort of new skill. All right. Give me a, give me a year yeah. so I can be maxed for yeah, a while. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I agree. I think a new skill is is cool i mean i like so i've heard that i've never played rs3 um but i've heard that gauntlet is like dungeoneering and although yep. i struggle in the gauntlet it's just for me it's the prep time but i think that that would be a really cool skill because i feel like the gauntlet although frustrating is pretty well designed mm -hmm. and yeah i don't I it's it, I played Dungeoneering back in the day on RuneScape 3. It was some of my most memorable memories back then because I didn't really play RuneScape as like a hobby like I mentioned earlier. I just played it like barely. Right. But it was fun to get together with friends from school and do like the easiest floor in Dungeoneering because we were like fifth graders. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, but I think that would be a really cool skill to add to the game. And uh, there's two real quick things I want to say about that skill um, if it were put in the game. There's two different people that said something about it. I forget who it was. It was probably someone on Reddit who said it would be cool if the different dungeons were spread around the game instead of like creating that island for Dungeoneering. Mm -hmm. 
where like levels one to ten of dungeoneering, you would go to the Lumbridge swamps and go down in that cave, like underground, and you would find the first floor, the f- first level of dungeoneering there, and then the next one would be somewhere else, and then the last floor, like levels ninety or like let's say ninety nine dungeoneering, you could go to, um, you would only be able to access the the next raid. <laughs> So it would be like a race to get 99 Dungeoneering to be able to even do the next raid. I don't know. That seems pretty extreme, but I think it'd be really fun to uh, to see the race like on Twitch of everybody trying to train their Dungeoneering so that they can even access the raid, which is already in the game. Right. But it's not even available to anyone yet because no one has the 99 Dungeoneering yet. Man, that'd be, that'd be yeah. something. That'd be like a real tease. <laughs> Yeah, but then I said it kind of wrong. People are saying sailing should be a skill, but the sailing takes you to dungeoneering levels. So dungeoneering itself isn't the skill. It's the the, the act that you do, but sailing to the different islands would be what you level up to get access to each dungeon. I don't know. It's all like brawled out. It's not really thought out, but... I think it'd be cool if you implemented both sailing and dungeoneering into a skill. Just call it like exploring or something. <laughs> Playing. Um, no, I, I, I think that'd be, that'd be cool. I think that the next skill that they do has to be probably more in depth than most of the skills we have. Cause let's be honest, most of them are really easy, but I also yep. think that you can't go, too complex with it because then you're getting away from like what the game is yeah. it's so different i can't oh, yeah. imagine working on this game it's just it has yeah, everything dude. has to be so specific for it to succeed <laughs> yeah. man it's a lot of people who complain about this game don't realize how much work it takes to run a game like this seriously i think that a lot of people uh you know on reddit and other places on the internet when they bash you know a lot of people like to bash the devs like directly and it's like yeah that's probably like heart wrenching as the dev because obviously i don't think that any of the devs are just trying to put out mediocre content um oh yeah but like i said at the beginning like they're i'm sure they're all super passionate in mm-hmm. this game and just want the best for it and then People on Twitter and Reddit just complain. Yeah. <laughs> they have to deal with those people every day. Tell you what, I don't think I'd even have a Reddit. And I know they make mistakes sometimes, but they're not that big of mistakes. And a lot of the times it's not even their fault. It's the upper management that make the decisions. Yep. No, I agree. It's sad. It is sad. <laughs> it's it's probably it's probably a tough life. You gotta be thick skinned yeah. for something like that, I think. Honestly, like so many of the J mods left last year. Like, I wonder if a lot of it was just because they were just done dealing with these degenerate losers that just complain all the time. Yeah, it's sad, but it's the game we love, and it's the it's, it's the game it's, we love. It's something, <clears throat> and we are a part of that community. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, I think it was a great episode, man. I want to thank you for joining me. It was needed to be done. I, I think we, everyone was pretty much owed an episode by now <laughs> after bingo and tombs of a mascot and everything. I think, uh, 
we covered everything we needed to tonight. I think so too. Is there anything you'd like to to say before we wrap things up? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd like to say thanks for the opportunity <laughs> to hop on here, and uh, I had a blast. Um, first time doing something like this, and it was it was cool. It, it was easy, and I mean, you know, I look forward to season two, and want to see you get that purple drop in the chat or you know in person whichever <laughs> oh, one yes please share your story before we wrap things up about your purple oh i experience. almost forgot Jeez, everybody yes. would have been asking about it um i alluded <laughs> yeah. to it earlier uh so uh i've been doing about one raid a day with jukeless and it's funny because it's to the point now where he'll log in and he'll ask and clan chat oh does anybody want to do toa and then immediately like same tick like he has the message typed to me he'll just say you ready <laughs> and yeah, and right. uh so we we did a normal mode i actually died um i don't even remember how it was mis misplay <laughs> on my part but we pulled a purple and uh we did the old uh streamer zoom in walk and uh he was like two tiles ahead of me and he started hollering and i'm like yeah okay whatever and it was purple <laughs> and it uh it was the missouri body and it was exciting i mean yeah. i said i was chasing that dopamine hit from getting the ellie and uh that was it <laughs> that was that was the same yeah. feeling you know i said i was i started the both yeah. rebuild i didn't want to give it away but that's done <laughs> finish yeah that. and you literally sold all your stuff like that yeah one. i only had it like, was like three days probably like just three days That's yeah great. it was it's a good split too just duos what was the raid level do you remember uh, 155 i think i think it was 155 um and he nice. had just gotten nice. one a few days beforehand missouri body as well so he had a real good week yeah. that week but yeah that's great, man. I'm excited to get my first purple. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I hope it's soon. I just I just need to grind it. I haven't really grinded it, per se. I've probably only done like one or two runs a night. It's not too much. That's all I do. My Casey's lower but than yours. It'll come. I just got super lucky. Hey, shut, shut yeah, up. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, like, I'm not complaining. Like, it's just, I've only done like 30 raids. Like, some people go hundreds of Casey. Not hundreds, but. People go for a lot of hours and don't see anything. So I'm not in any rush to see a purple. When it comes, it'll come. <laughs> yeah, it'll come. I mean, it was exciting. This is the first time I've ever had a purple chest from uh, any raid. And it was it oh, was nice. really, uh, it was something. I even asked Jukeless, I said, do you, uh, do you want to drag this out for a few minutes or do you want me to just open it? He said, open it. Open the it. animation's <laughs> yeah. really cool. The way it comes up and we could both see it at the same time. And, uh, yeah, it was, that's so nice. It was really exciting. They've really evolved from the, the chests at the end of each raid. Like Chambers is Eric. It's like the worst tiny little chest, like right at the oh, exit. so pathetic. Before you leave. It's, it's not even <laughs> exciting. You can even see what is in there. If it's a purple in your chat box before you even open it. So it just like ruins the surprise. Yeah. And then, uh, the theater of blood, they kind of improved it where everyone gets their own chest um except the purple outline is like super small like you can, i don't think you can even see it you gotta add like a plug-in or something to be able to really notice it and then with tombs of a mascot of course you got that amazing animation in the purple chest 
plus you got a little spinning key on the on the personal chest that you get which is pretty cool yeah it is cool <laughs> and the the room is awesome too it's like this little treasury like at the end of the pyramid yeah it's a it's a cool place it's, really, it's really a cool great. place to take a screenshot and uh yes it's a cool place to kind of step into after after the uh wardens yeah. and yeah it's such a big room compared to like uh <laughs> chambers of Zarek chest which is literally at the end of the um yeah it, <laughs> theater, theater of blood is just like this tiny little treasury which is cool but it's pretty small the room's kind of tiny i feel like theater of blood i'd just yeah. run right out and forget to even go over to the chests <laughs> yeah yeah it's really small but i really love what they did with tombs of Masket. definitely sure. that's off to jagex on that i think it's the probably the oh, best yeah. MMO update that I've ever been a part of in any game. Yeah. When I made my account, um, Theater of Blood just came out like a couple months later. And I was, I didn't even know what it was. I thought it was a quest, like some big quest. I didn't even know what a raid was. Right. <laughs> and so, like, looking back as I progressed throughout the years, I was like, oh, that's what it was. And that's what everyone was hyped about. And now I can try it for myself. And it was really cool to do tombs of a basket day one with everyone yeah. and just be a part of that history and like all we'll look back and be able to say like yeah we did that the first week it came out and here's what it is now it's gonna be really cool yeah definitely at day one i watched i watched a lot of content on tombs just yeah. kind of trying to figure out what to do when i got in there and uh yeah it was a blast that was a really good time yeah I woke up at three in the morning that night because um, my daughter woke up and was crying and I looked at my phone and it was like three thirty, and I remember seeing the, the tweet from uh, old screw announcing that uh, TOA just barely released and it was like 15 minutes that it was posted. And I was just like, Oh, it's here. It's awesome. I'm awesome. I'm so excited. This is awesome. And I remember like opening my Twitch app real quick just to see if people were streaming it. And, you know, of course, people were streaming it. I was like, oh, it's here. I'm so excited. But I didn't get to try it until that evening. So I had to wait for a while. I but I did get a, an entry mode done on day one. So that's that's all I wanted is to get at least one run on the first day. I was honored to be a part of it. That was uh, that yeah. was a good time. I mean, that's really that's been a a big thing. I've brought a couple people through that. I don't remember if I said that earlier, but it's people from our team from Bingo. Uh, showing them how to do yeah. the raid and it's been a, it's been a good yeah, time man. it's really great i'm i'm loving it yep oh man good times Definitely. well let's wrap it up uh once again if you guys like what you hear like what you uh see in runescape and you want a clan to be a part of a community please consider joining us at lumbridge lounge join our discord it's in the description below Definitely check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash lumbridge lounge. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. 